You've heard me say it before, but if you haven't yet taken a look at hashtag Minute with Mary on Facebook, I really welcome you to come on in. The water's just fine. I'm here to help you feel more confident and creative when it comes to your makeup and skincare. So search that hashtag Minute with Mary. Dad? Yes, my love? I'm gonna forget. I'm gonna forget that part of me. from Providence, Rhode Island. Welcome to This Is Us 2. It's a podcast dedicated to This Is Us on NBC. So sit back, relax, and let's all have a good cry. Hey everybody, how's it going? My name's Mary Larson. My name's Blake, and oh boy, do I love me some Gorn Vishnik. Ooh, Goran Viznik brings back some great memories of ER and uh, Dr. Kovac. Okay. Oh, yes. Mm. He was the hottest thing ever when he really? came. Really? Oh, when he, when he was on Hotter ER. than George Clooney? Uh, yeah, well, because he came on like at the tail end of Clooney. Okay. And then like carried the show until later on. Do you want to know something? What's that? I didn't watch that much ER. You never, you didn't watch, you didn't, you didn't watch that, like, the live episode? Do you remember the live episode? No, <gasps> definitely not. Oh my goodness, the live episode. It was, it was built <laughs> up like they were shooting ER live. It was happening all at once. And it wasn't like it was pre-made or whatever. Like it was, it was being shot as you were watching it. Okay. And it was... The, the whole idea behind it was like there was like this reality TV crew that was coming into the ER. Mm-hmm. And if like the actors ever messed up, they could always just say, oh, wait, sorry, hold on. What was that again? What um, like oh, I messed that up. Let's do that again. Oh, cool. You know, and it was you as it was being shot, you were watching. And I remember that being like the biggest thing ever. I, don't, I cannot believe you don't remember this. No. Oh, my God. We should <laughs> look up. Nope. Look up the live ER episode. Okay. It was I'm, a big deal. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I feel like that was like late 90s, early 2000s. It might have been late 90s. Wow. You know? We may have to play the ER sound. We <laughs> the may. We may. <laughs> so watching this episode um, was really interesting. And I'm using that word for, for a good reason. You know, it's it's that whole mother-daughter dynamic. And as mothers who just want their daughters to have even more opportunities than they had, who want the world to be easier for them because we all know it's just harder. It's harder to make money to have the career that you want as a woman, still even in this day. And then if you decide, oh, you know what? I want to go in the performance venue. Mm -hmm. It's just even harder. And when I was making decisions about my life, you know, those late high school years and everything, and I was like, oh, 
I want to do music. That sounds like fun. That's something I love. I'm passionate about. I've been doing, you know, passionately since I was a kid. And um, my my relationship with my mom at this time in my life wasn't great. Not great, Bob. Not great. And um, not great, Bob. You know, my mom had grown up. I, I've said this before in an alcoholic household. She left her household as soon as she possibly could and fled and joined the army, uh, not the army, the navy, and was in the navy for thirty years and then joined the army. Um, so she came from a very different background and had to fight for it and had to make all these hard choices. And so when I was watching Beth's mom have these conversations with her about like you know, we need to sit down. We need to think of these other choices. It reminded me of sitting down with my mom and her saying, you know, I don't know if music is the right thing. Now, granted, I flipped it. (laughs) I chose music (laughs) ed. Um, But still, it it did tug at my heartstrings to see that conversation. So let's get into the details for the show. So first of all, we wanted to say, as you, if you are listening to this, yeah, um, as it's as you know, you're, you're obviously listening to this as it's, if it's being recorded at this current time. If you're listening to it later on, you, this doesn't really apply to you. But for those of you who are listening to it as it's coming out, I am solely to blame for this coming out the the day of the new episode, <laughs> uh, where we are literally a week behind. And I apologize. I had a terrible migraine. A terrible migraine. Terrible. And it just, you know, hashtag parent life. And it just, we didn't have enough time to record this episode. So thank you for being patient and thank you for listening to this. Yes. The day of the, technically the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. So uh, this one is called Our Little Island Girl, which is a, which is a reference to, so to Beth. And growing up, uh, and her dad's and her phrase. Dad, and her dad. And that was her phrase. And she could dance before she could watch. And that was her little island girl. The director was Anne Fletcher. Now, you may not know this name, but she's actually kind of a big deal. Well, not a big deal, but she's actually a a relatively accomplished director, as a matter of fact. Uh, She directed the the Netflix movie Dumplin', the one with... uh, Jennifer Anderson. I watched that this weekend. Did you really? I did. You watched it without me? You were out. Oh, you were out and I couldn't sleep. So, so I was like, oh, I can watch a movie about pageants girls and Jennifer <laughs> Aniston. Dumplin'. Okay, so, Ann Fletcher. I know so what you got. She directed Dumplin'. She also directed that terrible movie with uh, Sofia Vergara and uh, and uh, Reese Witherspoon called Hot Pursuit. Oh, I didn't watch that. Uh, she directed the one uh, called The Guilt Trip. With uh, with Babs and Seth Rogen. Okay. And she directed The Proposal. Okay. And she also directed 27 Dresses. So she's got like a shtick. She's got a thing. She's got a thing. She's got yeah. a thing. And she also directed that movie Step Up. Uh, that one. The dance with, one? The dance one, yeah. Okay. So she's got a she's got a thing. You know, I will say Our Little Island Girl is my favorite of all the things that <laughs> Ann Fletcher has directed. What, you didn't like Dumplin' as much? You know, it's, <laughs> it's a... There's been better. It's it's like Hallmark movie level. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So I, I wouldn't know because you watched it without me. You probably okay. Listen, <laughs> as a girl who did pageants growing up, yes, I was like, of course I need to watch this. Oh, of course you do. Of course. The I writer did. was Ebony Freeman, who uh, is actually a relatively new writer. She was brought in as a staff writer for the first thirteen episodes of This Is Us. Uh, and uh, for season three, and this actually so far is her only episode that she actually gets 
real writing credit for because as a staff writer you don't get writing credit you just you are just listed as a staff writer check but when you actually write the episode when you're in charge of the teleplay or when you're in charge of giving actual life and, and lines to um, the characters, that's when you're the actual writer. So this is her first episode of television, technically, that she's ever written. And I, for those of you who are not nerds like me, what is a staff writer? Well, a staff writer is someone who comes in. Uh, it's like the entry level job. Okay, you're, you're like the greeter at Walmart right now. That's 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 what it is, and you're you're there, and it's you don't like I said, you don't receive credit. Uh, and it's it's kind of like a training ground to prove to showrunners or to people or like producers that you're actually capable of of having ideas and coming up with them very quickly, providing um, a soundboard for uh, the writers of the particular episodes in television, or just being there with the actors to uh, to be soundboards for them. So that is what a staff writer is. Okay. Uh, so that is that. My darling, what do you got for your lemonade rating? Are you ready? I am absolutely ready. This is a fiver. It's a fiver? This is a fiver. Yeah, five lemonades. Yep, why, five lemonades. Why, I think why, this is one of the why? best episodes this season, uh, yep. hands okay. down. And um, yeah, I, I really was... I think what gave it the extra juice is I didn't expect it to be this good. I thought this was going to be like... Uh, an, yeah, yeah. A let, let's episode let's have a, let's have a, a confession moment. Yeah. yeah, it's just between us girls. Yes. What was your what was your because I know your initial impression. You told me you weren't totally on board with this whole idea of the Beth episode. Correct, and I think it's because this whole dance thing came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the flash forward. Right. So I was just like, okay, now we're gonna fill in this storyline. But I really kind of sat with it, and I've I've digested it, and it's explained so much of Beth's personality. It's explained so much of why Beth pushes Randall to chase his dreams, mm-hmm. um, and just that familial um, relationship, and the fact that Beth and Randall both lost their fathers at pretty much the same time and we never see Beth talk about it oh yes and to see the different ways that people grieve like you can't make it through an episode without the the name dad when it comes to the big three (laughs) and I never hear Beth say it so I don't know it was just all around as I've digested it it really is one of my favorites from this season right so uh this one for me is a four eight which pretty much is your five uh it's essentially a five yeah uh, I liked this episode quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you, my darling, I was not enthused. I mean, I was I was happy. I was ready to have a Beth story. But for some reason, I just, I felt like, okay, we're taking a detour here it, for no reason. Uh, and I, I kind of felt the same way that I felt about the William episode uh, before we watched the William episode, right? Yeah. I felt like, okay, what are we doing with this? Mm-hmm. Uh, like Memphis. Uh, and Memphis ended up becoming probably my first or second favorite episode mm-hmm. of the entire series, right? So I'm, I'm not going to go that far. And the reason why I'm not going to go that far for Our Little Island Girl is because it almost feels like it's retconned in. Like, it feels like they put a whole bunch of stuff in to give her a story without thinking about her story in advance. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It feels like, okay, she was a dancer. And she's like she's never mentioned to dance before, ever. She's never mentioned her dad dying early, uh-huh. ever. Nothing. Um, so because of that, it's not necessarily the episode's fault. It's 
where it has been placed and the fact that it's taken this long to get there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so okay. what is your uh, what is your GPG? Your good, my bad, GBG. and great. <clears throat> um, my good was Beth's dad, that story of him feeding her mom while she studied. I'm going to tell you something. Yeah, I will never great. be that focused that I'm not going to eat. I've done that. I did that when I was writing my thesis. Yeah, that's good for you because <laughs> I'm a firm believer in eating. And if I need to eat while I read, or if I need to take five minutes to eat, or if I need to have a smoothie so I can do multiple things at the same time, I'm going to do it. If I need a bubble tea, I'm going to get a bubble tea. I'm going to get that little boba, okay? Don't mess. Don't mess my food. so gross. But just that story. So gross. Built in my heart. It kind of is. Um, But I love it. My bad (laughs) is pretty much the show is like Game of Thrones, okay? Game of Thrones, you become attached to somebody. Why not happens? They die. You know nothing, Jon Snow. Why not happens in This Is Us? You're a dad. You're a good dad. You die. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> not great, Bob. No, not great. So, Randall, watch out, buddy. Just watch out. I know. And Toby? Oh. Watch you. He's already had a heart attack. Th- you know, it's the curse of being almost a dad. <laughs> That's why Kevin's healthy. Yeah. He's not even close to be getting in any kids. No. So, um, no. yeah, he's the only one okay. Randall, watch out, man. If one of the th- big three is going down, it's you. <laughs> Am I great? Is how Beth's mom apologizes at the end. Yes. And really explains herself. Right. So. I, I totally agree with you on that one. Yeah. And it felt, or, you, yes. Um, well, we'll get into that. We'll yes. get into that. Um, for me, my good was seeing the uh, the first chance meeting between Randall oh and Oh my Beth. God, that was so great. Wasn't that great? Like yes. it, it, just, it made me so incredibly happy. Yeah. Uh, just the whole idea of it and just seeing a teenage Randall with a teenage Beth and you're like, oh my God, you're going to get mad. It's like, it's like going back and seeing yourself when you meet your spouse for the first time. If you could do that and be like, that's going to be the girl. Like that's going to be her. It's it, like so if cool. I could go back to me when I was 23 uh-huh. and be like, or 24 and be like, when, and like passing by your name on, on match.com, like everybody just stop, just stop everything. My fake name because I went by Kate. I know, Kate Duchess. Because I'm like, I don't want any jabronis knowing who I actually am. Um, so I'm just going to make a fake name. If I could go back and just tell myself, stop everything that you're doing. Yep. Just focus on the girl in the red shirt. With the freckles. With the freckles. That shirt doesn't even actually fit. And the brown hair that, really you just, well. that you think is just the Bodacious. most smoking hot woman that you've ever met in your life. It was like Jennifer Aniston from Friends Bodacious. Oh, yes, it was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I was, yes, <laughs> yes. I still get sweats thinking about that picture. Oh, my God. So funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, just seeing the two together, uh, it was it was great. And I kind of actually look forward, hopefully, to seeing them together in the teenage years. Uh, because the show it has gotten itself mired in a lot of, like, dramatic stuff mm. like really dramatic stuff yeah between you know nikki and kevin and the baby with kate and and toby and depression and and all of it uh and even like the political stuff and i feel like if these two kids get together it's going to be like some really well-deserved levity i think or some well-deserved happy moments for this is us and I look forward to those two hopefully getting Me some too. some life out of that relationship. 
as teenagers. Um, the bad. Actually, again, it's not the episode's fault, but I feel like we could have gotten a second episode. In fact, I would have liked a second episode. I know. Um, because in this episode, there was a lot that happened. There was a ton that happened uh, between Beth actually being known as Bethany, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with the mother and the father dying and the dancing and going to college and doing all this stuff. You can tell that it's setting itself up to give you more of the teenage, I think, Beth and Randall. Um, but I feel like we could have gotten one more out of this bad boy. And I and I would love to have seen it. Uh, the Great, though. The Great is great for a very personal reason for me. I love knowing that Beth that we have seen throughout the whole run of This Is Us is that take no crap, like just in your, like not in your face, but mm-hmm. just a strong woman. Like this woman that has got her stuff together. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you admire her for how great of a mom she is, uh, how great of a wife she is. Uh, but also the fact that she just, she gets it, man. She You you know you can't mess around with Beth Randall. Like when she is like talking to William, she's like, listen, we got to talk. I love that about her. Yes, yes. But knowing, knowing that when she goes home and she can't even be herself around her mom, she just turns very small. Yep. And... Uh, she's very uncomfortable and doesn't want to tell her mother that she doesn't have a job and all. Uh, she becomes a kid again. Mm-hmm. I love that whole because it's like so real. You know, here is badass Beth, right? And this is what's happening, right? Right. So I that was my that was my great part of mm-hmm. this episode. There there's some other great stuff too that we'll get into. But in the meantime, you ready for the big three feedback? You bet. Let's do it. And we said that's three. Big three. Big three. Eileen Marie gives it 4.4 lemonades. She said Felicia Rashad was great as Beth's yes. mom, and I loved Beth's dad. I would totally agree, by the way. I usually like, like when the episodes stay with the single focus, but this one felt a little slow and not quite as balanced for some reason. However, I did like seeing how Beth became the awesome, strong woman that we know. I can't get over how the dancing storyline feels awkward and forced to me since we already know she ends up owning and teaching at the ballet studio in the future. But she never mentioned anything about her childhood or dancing, and I wish we had even even a tiny reference before the reveal from the finale to tie it together at least a little bit more. And maybe something with the girls taking dance or her not letting the girls take dance or her being a dance mom or just something to allude to her having a passion for ballet. It's also possible I missed a reference, though, since it's been a while since I've watched season one. You know, it's interesting because Eileen brings up this point, like, how have we not had the the dance reference in? And I think about you with baseball. So baseball was like a huge part of your life. You know, you literally did it morning, noon, night, all seasons. It's what you and your dad focused on until you got in your accident. Right. And then it was no more. Um, and then you also lost your mom that same year. Mm-hmm. So you, your family went through like this really crazy turmoil. You had a bonding thing between you and your dad that you no longer really had anymore. Plus you went away to school. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, people have no idea how big baseball was in your life. Right. 
at all. And to be honest, if this was like something that was taken away from you by your dad and you had even that, like not Ooh, just an yeah. accident, you I don't think you would be bringing it up that much. Probably you know what I not. mean? So when I saw this, I thought about you. Oh. And I thought like, I know you love baseball. I know that it was a big part of your life. And maybe some listeners, I forget if you shared it here or not on the, on the show. But for the most part, people have no idea. And once... You know, you are going to be helping with our son playing baseball. But really, um, I think because because it was such a harsh um, loss for Beth, for her to lose that the same time she lost her dad. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Morgan Edwards wrote, it was worth the three year wait. This is my first time giving lemons. What's the most we can give? If it's possible, I give it five. Being able to see Beth find her path was inspiring. And even though her mother was strict, the path she put Beth on was made for her and Randall. Speaking of Randall, Beth's quote about finding a man that reminds her so much of her father was a tearjerker. And their first meeting in college when Randall was smitten after only five seconds was one of my favorite scenes of the episode. I'm all over the place, but I'll give a more legible review of my ears when my eyes aren't filled with tears. Aww. Oh my gosh, so good. I'm glad her ears aren't filled with tears. That would be <laughs> That'd a be sloppy kind of cry. Weird. That'd be like crying that's when like you're laying down. That's like super ugly crying. Oh my gosh. Have that's you ever you like had your, that? That's when your boyfriend breaks up with oh you my, kind of crying. Uh, yeah. It is. It totally is. Like, I'm remembering crying so much laying down that I had to wipe it out of my ear. And I was like, oh, I'm so sad. This is so bad. Where's my ice cream? (laughs) Lacey Brazil says, 4.8 lemonades. This was the first time I actually cried this entire season. Mm -hmm. And this was an exceptionally powerful episode. So I didn't really find anything bad with it. The good is uh, her, uh, uh, Beth's. I, apparently, I can't read. No. The good is Beth's relationship with her mom and Zoe, and the great was Beth's relationship with her father and dance. And I adored the one-sided conversation she had with her dad, and it is so hard to lose a father and even harder when you don't have a chance to grieve. Also, I like Zoe, and I like her even more after this episode, and it looks like next week we are back with more of Kevin's problems, so I hope she sticks around for them. Well, you know what, Lacey? I appreciate you. I love everything you have to say, except for the whole Zoe thing. I loved Zoe in this episode. I did. I loved Zoe in this episode. I like Zoe with Beth. I don't like Zoe with Kevin. Ugh. All right. Well, so what do we got for your? What are the things that stood out to you the for this episode? The details in this episode. Yes. The details of the casting for Child Beth, Teenage Beth, giving, making sure that she even had that little eye flick. Um, oh, like fleck. the little yeah, yeah that like, um, like a little freckle type yes. of deal. Yes. Yeah, to make sure that the actresses, the young actresses, had like contacts in so that the eyes even looked the same. But just the mannerisms that those young actresses, especially the the teenage actress, right. had. Um, you saw Beth. You saw the Beth that we've known all Absolutely. these years. And to see her as a child, you believed it. And it helped you have this complete picture of Beth, which I was really amazed with. Right. Uh, the, the little girl. Uh, oh, what what the heck's her name? Uh, oh, I, don't, I, have, I have it here somewhere. I don't know where it is. Um, she was excellent. The, the one that played the teenage Beth. I mean, oh my goodness gracious. You're right. The Everything about her... Oh, uh, Naomi Hilson. Uh, that's that's her name. She was great. I got, I got to give her a call out for that. Agreed. Um, you know, I think the other thing that stood out to me was the relationship between Beth and her dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very special relationship. And, 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 and in fact... 
You could even say that the parallel between the Clarks and the Pearsons, they're, they're, I think they're very much there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like, remember how we talked about um, imbuing meaning in certain things uh, where it's like uh, when, we, when we were watching uh, the episodes with... Uh, um, You're doing lots of us today. I, oh my god! I know. I don't. I'm, I'm out of practice. You that, are. I think my migraine has made it worse for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, the episode with uh, who? What? what who is the girl that they adopted? Deja. Deja. Thank you. Wow, you wow. are out of it right now, baby. Oh, hold what on. did that migraine do to you? I, apparently. Apparently nothing good. So it's like the episode we watched with Deja, and we were introduced to Deja's family, and. We had all of these ideas of these things that Deja loved, whether it was the grandmother's necklace or whatever. We didn't necessarily know her family, but we understood the meaning behind those things because we understood the meaning of what those things meant to the Pearsons in their case. Like mm-hmm. Jack's necklace, when Kevin lost it. And we were like, oh, oh my God, what do yes. we do? Like, how do we, how, how do we even go forward with this? Same thing applies here. Beth has a has a father that dies young and kind of dies tragically uh, in in a way, and uh, she has a mother that is kind of no nonsense, mm-hmm. and not just kind of completely no nonsense. Right, and she has brothers and sisters that are parts that are part of her life. the The, the parallels here uh, are are pretty staggering. Uh, giving up on dreams. In fact, it, it's the same thing for for Randall. I mean, Randall wanted to go to Howard, and he wanted to go and travel and go to D.C. and, and be a part of the whole thing, and then his dad died. Mm-hmm. So then he just kind of gave up on it so he could stay close to home. It's the same thing with Beth. Yes. Her dad dies, and she kind of gives up on her dream of mm-hmm. of having this this whimsy, you know, a whimsy of being a of ballet being, dancer. Yeah. Uh, so I really like that, and there was that moment, too, that I really really loved and i am such a sucker for i am such a sucker for it those flashy kind of shots and the flashy kind of editing where a con- a, a grown up beth is talking to her younger dad and how they edited oh. that I am such a sucker for those kind of moves. What did you think about that whole uh, back and forth? Oh, please. Pass the Charmin. <laughs> Pass the Charmin because I'm not classy enough to spend money on Kleenex, okay? I That's where the tears came. Right. Talking about how she was going to find a man that's oh, like she's gonna him. She's going to have the great but, love. Yeah, oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh. And, and it's it's even more. It's even more, more so uh, connected because you have... Um, her father say to her mother, when have we ever listened to the odds? And that at the end of the episode, at the end, Randall says to Beth, when have we ever listened to people? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness gracious. The fact that they that they can't worry about what people are going to think that she's going to go dance and do whatever. Just, they are so, and it's, it's, it's in your face, but it's not like, it's not, like right in front of your nose and mm-hmm. your face. It's it's right here. And if you see the parallels and you want to look at the parallels, they're right there for you to capture, right? Yes. What else stood out to you about this episode? Just, I, it, as I said, I'm digesting it little by little. It just explains so much about Beth. I think it was really poignant that they had this episode air in February, Black History Month, mm-hmm. um, you know, to show the difference of that a single black mother 
would how she would handle um, the loss of the father figure and and how she would handle you know setting her daughter up for fiscal and you know just stability in life sure. and saying you know like we're gonna have to seeing what Beth had to go through just because her body was different when she was young how right. you're gonna have to work ten times as hard um, and I like that shot too of showing her dance among all of the other people and mm-hmm. you could see the differences yes and you're like okay no matter how hard she works Mm -hmm. she just doesn't have the physical gifts and the physical uh ability just the body the physicality wasn't the ability i mean her ability was amazing but just the the body type that is traditional for you know prima ballerinas right um so you know, as I said, it's just the more that I've been able to digest this to see the different ways that the family has families have handled grief, the different ways of single mother parenting um, being, as you said, a great foil to now that we've spent so much time with the Pearsons. The fact that from what I can tell, I don't think Beth is particularly close with her siblings. They're not over all the time like the big three are. Right. So to see this difference um and they, they, just, they even were, were no-shows with her mother. I mean, like, not even being in the yes. episode at all. Yeah. And, like, they explained it away that they just don't want to be around her. But you're right. Like, I, I don't mm-hmm. think that she... I think that Beth was the baby, mm-hmm. and she was treated specially. I mean, yes. that, that that's the way that it seems. Yes. I mean, that her father took on extra shifts, and the mother was doing tutoring just to pay for the dance class. We didn't right. hear them saying, oh, we're already doing baseball for, you know, whoever, whatever. Right. They... It was. It was that Beth was had this extraordinary ability. She was a fantastic dancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and also to see that Beth now is going to chase her dreams. I feel like so many people um, push those creative dreams aside, whether they're um, fine arts, whether they're performing arts, whether it's just saying, you know what, I want a career change. And I've always been interested in X, Y, Z. Even if you don't want a career change to take a college class, to take an online class, to get a book from the flipping library <laughs> about something that you're interested in. I feel like so many of us, once you're like past your mid thirties, you just feel like oop de doop de do, gotta do the same thing. No, you don't. No, you don't. Yeah. So um I loved seeing Beth dance. I just felt very free. It was awkward at first because I'm like, she's just dancing in a room by herself. Good for you. Yeah, like that's kinda weird, but good. Like Great. that's what I do in my living room. Yep. But cool because you're kind of my spirit animal but you, you do it a lot less elegantly oh my gosh i am not all the white girl i'm pretty moves. much like that poor boy that was videotaped pretending to be in star wars with the lightsaber <laughs> you know the lightsaber kid that's me like i think i look like beth in a cute little like outfit and really i look like the poor star wars kid who was made into so many memes and gifs <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> this is why we're married. Oh my god, that was awesome! Thank oh. you for bringing up Star Wars you, lightsaber kid. You know who I'm talking about, too. like you, legitimately, listener. Okay, what 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 I need you to do is stop listening for just a moment. Yeah, and and go to YouTube and just put in Star Wars lightsaber kid, and yeah. it it'll be the first one that pops up, and it's the best thing you've ever seen in your life. This poor kid. That that's Mary when she's dancing alone. <laughs> 
Oh, I pulled him up. Yes, yeah, Star Wars kid. He has over 34 million views. Yeah, it's one of the it's one of the first viral YouTube films to like that that like came out of the YouTube generation. I like I don't even know what he's using as his lightsaber. I don't know if it's like it's a It's like a mop. It's like a No, it's like a curtain rod or something. <laughs> it's amazing. But that's me. I think I'm like sexy and beautiful like Beth. And really, I'm just flailing Star Wars like kid. Star Wars kid. It's fallen. Like he falls halfway through the video. Yeah, that would be me. And he just gets up and he's like breathing heaven. Yeah. Uh, well, the me. good news is uh, actually uh, some background here is that, you know, Susan Kalecki Watson, she actually has her own extensive dance training. Oh. Which, yeah. by the way, she actually is a dancer and she's very good at it. <laughs> and not only that, Ebony Freeman... She has a da- a dance background, and the director and Fletcher, she was the one who directed Step Up. So she's actually a choreographer herself too. So this is why Susan didn't look like Star Wars kid. Yeah, because she she had a bunch of people who actually knew what the hell they were doing. Amazing, <laughs> amazing. Well hey, done. Can we talk about Felicia Rashad for a little bit? Oh, can she we? is everything in my life. I loved her in the Cosby Show. <sighs> I loved her in Cosby. I even love her now in the Creed films. She's she 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 you know she she replaced the original she actress. She does not age. She does not age whatsoever. Whatever she, she's whatever she's putting on that skin, sign me up. Felicia Rashad, and and this is uh, a testament to this is us casting. Mm-hmm. Uh, whoever is doing the casting, I could look it up, but right now, if you if if you really needed to, but whoever is doing the casting for this is us, friggin' nails it. I mean, between Toby's parents. And uh, and Goran Viznik, love myself some Goran Viznik, man. <laughs> yes. oh, love him. Um, you know, and just uh, Nikki, uh, both younger and older versions. Uh, Jack's dad, uh, the whole thing. They are they're they're killing it uh, in this casting, and they're bringing in good, talented people mm-hmm. to to fulfill these roles. Believable people, and yeah. like you think, like you bring in a Cosby mom, you'd be like, oh, that's Cosby mom. No, it, no, you you see her as Beth's mom, and the fact that she actually takes the time to make sure her kids are well prepared because that is all she knew. Her mother did that for her, especially in a time. And, and I'm going to say it, um, and I don't know, I, I don't know much about it, but she's preparing her her African-American children to be in a world where, especially the one that she came from, where they're not looked upon in the greatest light. I mean, there's racism in the country, mm-hmm. and she has to prepare them for that. Mm-hmm. So you could see why she was all business. You could see why she said, I am not wasting any more time with dance. We are going to get you an education, one that we know, the one that I know will work. Yep. Um, and, and I think that's why this episode succeeds so well. And I want to get your opinion on this because for both characters, for, for, um, Carol, the mother and for Beth at the beginning of this episode, they start in one place, especially Beth. I mean, Beth goes from being a little unsure of herself, being a little scared of her mother, being just the, the Beth that we know, um, one where she really can't. She doesn't have an understanding. She's apprehensive, and she doesn't have an understanding of her mother, uh, only to have it end the complete opposite way at the end of this episode. And and the same thing goes for the mother. She is a person who is older, refuses to retire, gets hurt, doesn't want to use the walker that Beth gets her, and at the end of the episode, she's finally able to have the conversation, admit her faults, Mm -hmm. and then in that great visual storytelling moment, use the walker. 
But she still she still retains that little bit with the kid oh, that she's busting yes. balls over. Love. About, you know, take your head out of your out of your phone. Gosh. You're missing the whole world. Don't you all wish that you could have had a principal like her? Uh, like a, hard, a little, a but like bit. gotcha. Yes. And then to have also Randall driving Beth to the school. Yes. I, you know, I do always find it funny when people just don't drive themselves. It just makes for good television because it's like, oh, you're going to drop me off. You're a grown woman who has your own car. Yeah, go drive yourself. Right. What are you getting dropped off like, for? Like, do you not want to pay the, the $10 at the parking garage? Is, What's going on? Is your car, like, in the shop? You know, why didn't you just take an Uber? Who's watching the kids? What? Doesn't Randall got a job? He's, Seriously. He's, he's, like, city what, council. What, he's city councilman now. So just doing the show. <laughs> but, but once again, this is like TV life. It's yes. just like how when people have um, gifts and they don't actually rip oh, paper. No, no, no. They just open the top of the perfectly wrapped gift box. Like, <laughs> But it's not even tied like a normal bow. Anyway. Or like the artist who who's like drawing one, the most just insignificant one part. Just draw, draw anything. Yeah. <laughs> I loved how their conversation, you know, that, that she had with Randall. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm blanking on the words exactly, but like, you know, when do we ever, it's pretty much like, when do we ever care what anybody else yeah, says or when, when do we when ever we do ever, normal? I, I already talked about this. I know. I'm just saying <laughs> I loved it because. Yes. When have we ever listened uh, to people? Yeah. Yes. I'm just loving. You're asking the things that I love. Those are the moments that I love, Blake. I, I, I think I, I, I would agree with that. I just don't know why Randall had to drive her. <laughs> um, also how'd she remember how to dance and why do you think anyone's gonna let you be a dance teacher well this is kind of like kate being like oh i used to sing in high school and now i'm 36 she's 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 an adelegram and um you know i'm an adelegram person and she was like kind of a candidate like i just I'm amazed. As a performer myself, you can't go that long without dancing or singing. Well, I feel like for I, like we talk about baseball, right? Like for me, like I could go on a field. I wouldn't be as good as I was. But, yes. But I could go on a field and perform the tasks. So if Beth gets a, de- a teaching job tomorrow, I'm going to be a little upset. But if they say, we would love for you to, to do maybe the book work for us a little bit and just practice a little bit, get back to snuff, and then boom. It's going to be like riding a bike, but you can't teach tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go along with that. I just, you know, she has to just dust off the cobwebs. Um, yeah, okay. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I feel you on that. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I just, I like how Beth became her mother in a lot of different ways. Yes. Um, and she saw the error in her ways. And how, I mean, how could she be our little island girl without her dad? So mm-hmm. she was forced to become her mother. Um, and I, I love, again, it, it's, it comes down to, you know, starting one way, having a complete character arc and a complete character change and saying, this is the person that I am now. Um, that's when you know you have good writing, right? And that's when you know you've accomplished something. Uh, you're not just staying, you're not just staying, um, afloat, Right. Uh, mm-hmm. You don't want to just stay afloat. Sometimes I feel like This Is Us is guilty of just having characters stay afloat or spinning wheels just for the sake of we need to get through 18 episodes of this bad boy. We can't have them change too quickly. Yeah. Um, and and it's not just a side piece either, right? It's not just this character study on Beth. It actually affects the plot because at the end of the episode she is yes we did have a detour with her mother we did have a detour detour in going to dc but at the end of the episode we now have effectively 
changed the entire um Pearson family course of what's yes. happening in their home dynamic. I, I mean, the whole paradigm of what we're going to see Beth and Randall uh, undergo is has been shifted now. Agreed. Which I which is what I like. Um, All right. So yes, cute thing. Okay. That uh, Beth was wearing her dad's sweater when she went to school. Yes, that is very good. So Excellent like some stuff. might say that her dad was with her and helped her meet Randall. Oh yes. You know? And, and there was also some great, uh, some great shots too, going back and forth between uh, the past and the present. Beth actually wearing the same colors a lot, mm-hmm. um, and and like that that white sweater. Yes, as a matter yes. of fact, uh, great great bit of editing there. I agree. Great bit of um, a great bit of design. Uh, all right, you ready for some in or out? Yes. All right, let's do it. What's it gonna be, McFly? Are you in or out? All right, first one. As always, I have to ask this. Yeah. In or out, Zoe. Zoe in this episode? No, yes. dude, just in or out. Are you in or out on Zoe? In. Oh God, I'm so friggin' out on Zoe. That's Zo- okay. Zoe served no purpose in this episode other than to just. She was a sibling pr- figure. That's kind of what it was. So that Beth wouldn't have to have a monologue in the car by herself. Yes, exactly. That's what it came down to. Yeah. And to go smoke a joint. Yeah. Which <laughs> I think was like a great little human thing. So. All right, in or out. Uh. Driving to D.C. over a bruised hip. Yes. Really? Yes. Over a bruised hip. If your dad got a bruised hip at his age. I'm not driving to D.C. for that. I'm calling him. Oh, my God. Well, it's because you have a unique relationship. (laughs) When, When people in their 60s, 70s get a bruised hip. She didn't break the hip. It was just a bruise. Baby, they don't bounce back. She's in a walker, okay? It's not like she just got a bump. She, she bruised her hip. It's man. it's 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 a glorified bump. Okay, you know what? When you bruise your hip at that age, <laughs> I'll tell the kids, no, so dad just doesn't give him a call. need you. He's fine. Yep. <laughs> just just send him a text. Maybe a <laughs> fine. All right, in or out. Uh, Abe, the her dad, Beth's yep. dad, being some people are saying that he he's a better dad than Jack Pearson. In or out on Abe being better than Jack. Ooh, out. I'm out on that too. Specifically because I just don't know enough about Abe. Agreed. But I love nothing the fact against that him. I love the don't. I love the fact that they came from nothing Correct. and they created something Correct. just like the Pearsons. Correct. Uh, he came from an island. I mean, not like Jack, but he came from an. I came from Jamaica, and 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 the, um, Carol's mother didn't want him in in her life at all. The same way that Rebecca's mother didn't want Jack in her life at all. Um, good stuff. I, I liked it. But just out of pure ignorance, I'm out. I'm out on it. Uh, in or out. Zoe spending more time outside of Kevin and with Beth. In. I am absolutely in on that. And that's why I'm I'm in with Zoe this episode. I still can't go that far. That's okay. I can't go that but far. But I'm glad you're in with this. But I, I'm in on that. I want... Because Zoe time with Beth is good. Yes, you need more time with that. I feel like that's the mistake that they're making. But that's like her sibling figure, like I was saying. Right. The the mistake that the writers are making is they think that we're going to get invested in the Zoe thing because of Kevin. And I disagree. I think the way in with Zoe is Is through Beth. Beth. Exactly. I think that's the way to go. Uh, In or out. Smoking a 20-year-old joint. So I don't really know. (laughs) Does it go bad? Uh, It's... It, I'm sure it goes bad, but it's not like. I mean, is like, weed like, like honey that like it can't go bad? 
I don't know. It's not like drinking sour milk. Like that'd be gross. But like, you know, I feel like it's probably like not already, as good. Like weed already smells like a skunk. Yes. So like how bad does 20 year old weed smell? And I love that they're just doing it in the laundry room. Like your mom is a freaking high school principal. Right. Do you think she's not going to smell skunk? <laughs> Oh, so man. I mean, good for them. I I liked it. I just was like, wow, they're doing it in her mom's house. Yeah, but like you know, I don't mind them doing. it. I think that's a great idea. Go go have a jibba. Have fun. How do you know it's twenty years old? Well, because she said that she placed it in behind the picture. Yeah, but when she was a kid, when they were, she's a teenager. Oh, I feel like I didn't know that it was twenty years old because a if she. I feel like maybe she was there for Thanksgiving. Maybe she stuck it back there at Thanksgiving time. I don't think so. I'm not going. I can't. Okay. I can't. I can't get on board with that. Uh, in or out. Carol's decision to take away dance. In. You're in. Amen. Why are you in? <sighs> because um, <sighs> she tried her best. Okay. And I feel like, you know, looking back on it, she said she wished she hadn't have done it. But like, I'm down. I understand Carol. I'm not saying, Carol, you're a very bad mom. Okay. I understand why she did it. Oh, yeah. No, I, I get like, I'm not saying she's a bad mom. I'm oh. just saying in or out on the decision to take away oh. dance. No, I wish she could have been like, why don't you join your new college's dance troupe? Mm-hmm. You know, why don't we still do some dance? Um, But... I understood why she had to have the real talk with her daughter. Yep. Because if her daughter didn't get that role, she knew she wasn't going to make it. All right, final one for in or out. Uh, this is a check-in. Yeah. Beth and Randall being divorced in the future. In or out? I don't think they are, so out. I'm out, too. I don't think they're going to be divorced. I think Toby and Kate might be. That's a distinct because possibility. Toby wasn't wearing a wedding ring in the fast-forward future. Right. Thing. All right, final thoughts before hot takes. You got yes. any final thoughts about this episode? No, we've talked a lot, man. I know, I think we have. Uh, for me, uh, this is actually beginning the third act of this season, the final final act of season three. Uh, and I think it's no coincidence that it begins with Beth and breathing new narrative force uh, that leads us into the future uh, for into This Is Us. Um, and it wipes the decks clean, I think, for... A, Almost everybody. Uh, it, last episode, it kind of we had Nikki. We dealt with Nikki and the whole thing, um, and everybody kind of changed uh, at the end of the second act. R- Randall uh, came to grips with what he had to do. He had to begin his new job. Uh, Kate went back to um, went back to Toby. Even Kevin is is a mess now. We are giving new life even to Beth for her to emerge, I think, as a bigger character. So okay. I don't think it's a coincidence that all this happens at the beginning of the final act of season three. And um, I think it's good uh, episode placement. Uh, hot takes, my darling. Got any hot takes? Nope. No, none? Well, I do. All right, so I don't think I'm not sure. I, I'm I'm still in take development on this one. Um, I'm not sure if they're going to be divorced, but I don't think that's Beth and Randall. By the way, I don't think that it's going to be possible for both Randall and Beth to pursue their. their we talked about whimsy earlier. I I don't think it's going to be. I don't think that they're going to be able to pursue their whimsical dreams you know randall being the city councilman and beth being the dance teacher 
And I think that is what might drive a wedge between the two. Because Randall's going to be like, listen, you can't be... It, it, it's like it's like one thing for Randall to say, when have we ever thought about what people thought? Uh, it's one thing for him to say that as, he, as he's dropping her off, like the why, um, to go dance. Mm-hmm. But it's another thing for him to continually act on that and to continue to be uh, upfront about that as he's trying to pursue being a city councilman he's going to have his own things and he's going to and i just who's going to take in money and who's going to do all this stuff right who's going to support their family seriously uh so like there's a reason i feel like beth's mother was saying no we're gonna we're gonna do the right thing here and you're gonna get a job that makes money and we're going to have a life that is appreciable and not just oh i'm gonna go dance because i feel like it i think there's a lesson to be had there and i don't think it seems great right now but i don't think beth or randall are learning from that lesson at all randall chases his dreams constantly as and now beth is going to i'm a dream chaser man i'm a dream chaser i get it i'm just saying that's my hot take and i'm sticking to it ready to close this bad boy out Yes. Let's do it. We want to thank all of you for listening. We know that we took a little while. We apologize. Hashtag migraine life. We want to thank those of you too who have taken the time to write us a review in your podcast app of choice. Bella's Peds RN says, This is us, and Marion Blake is like peanut butter and chocolate. I'm so happy that Marion Blake have created This Is Us too and decided to tackle this fan favorite. Discovered them on Outlander Cast, my favorite Outlander related podcast during the past Droughtlander, and they have put a smile on my face with every podcast. Yes. I'm a hospice nurse and drive frequently throughout my work day, and Marion Blake bring me much needed levity to my day and actually make my commuting enjoyable. They have great insight and about all aspects of what makes This Is Us such a worthy and relatable show. Thank well, thank you. you so much, Bella's Peds RN. For now, my name's Mary. My name's Blake. And this is Us Too. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.